Hello and welcome to the But Is It Gay podcast. We are Ariane and China. And together we watch way too much gay stuff. But sometimes we also need to ask the real question when someone tells us to watch something. The question that we should all ask, but is it gay? With this podcast, our goal is to answer that question for us and people like us. From obvious shows and movies to the not so obvious, we want you to create the best cue possible and watch everything that is gay. Our hope with this podcast is to create something where we can talk everything and nothing, whether you've seen it or not. We want you to feel like you're part of this. So, without further ado, let's begin. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. And I then... mean, we know why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> the um the most important episode that we'll probably do in a while. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm scared. <laughs> I spent the week rewatching some episodes for this. Um, and um yeah. Well, let's start we're going to talk about the L word. The OG, and, the OG. Yeah, the, the OG, I was going to say, the OG yeah. L word from 2004 to 2009. Yeah. Um, Wait, is that how long it's been yes, since it aired? Yes. In my head, that was a 2010 shows. It, no, wow. literally. It ended March 8th, the last episode, March 8th. See, I didn't watch it live. I, I watched it after it ended. I, I had bought, no like, business I watching the, it live. <laughs> yeah, see, I... I <laughs> yeah, I bought the DVD set, like, when after the sixth season was released, they released, like, the mm. whole sixth set of DVD, and I saved my money for, like, months, and I went to buy it, and I was wow. like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> before, we, I feel like before we, like, deep dive in this, for people that have never watched the hour but are like kind of aware of it basically it's a show um again 2004 2009 about this group of lesbians and bisexuals we'll get into bisexuals <laughs> later um because the word just <laughs> i won't say much right now but yeah. about a group of friends in los angeles who are very well off i feel like i need to emphasize that they're very well off <laughs> um and their lives are messy um yeah yeah it, messy yeah. is the right word for it <laughs> there's, i feel like there's no other word to say but messy to emphasize the yeah. show and we have to say it is a 2000 shows so when you watch it not everything works no a lot, no, <laughs> the lo- a lot of thing is not aged well. We'll talk about that too. But <laughs> I mean, also like the thing is, like as much as I sometimes hate that show, mm-hmm. it's also the only one we have. Yeah, it's the only one. We're just like a complete group of gays. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the straights are the minorities in this one. <laughs> it's- <laughs> I I feel like it's it's probably the only show where straight people. Get well, there was bullied. lip service. Oh yeah, true, true. But that but, only aired like that was a UK show aired in yeah. the UK for two seasons, I believe, mm-hmm. and then it got canceled. It was supposed to be the next L word. Yeah, 
but it wasn't. There is there are some parallels too. But... Oh, a lot, like a lot of parallels. <laughs> Yeah, like the L word was the blueprint, you know. Back, it was, back it in truly the day. was, and like the fact, like I always saw the L word as a launchpad to what we could have, mm-hmm. and the fact that the only show now that we have that is fully queer is the L word again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, the fact that the L word then spawned a reality show called the Real the real L word. I. <laughs> was obsessed with that show i was obsessed wait a second because okay if you guys have never you no idea what i'm talking about so after maybe what like maybe a year after or so the l word yeah like a year after the l word ended yeah in 2010 um showtime which is like originally what the l word was um airing still on. on it's still on at showtime yeah yeah. They were like, oh, hey, let's do real life lesbians <laughs> <laughs> in their messy lives. So they found like, in season they found one, the messiest people uh, that they the could find. The messiest people on TV. Yeah. It was like, hey, and like, you're gay. You can tell that like season one is very experimental of that oh, show. God, yeah. And then season two, they saw what worked and like, Put to the curb the girls that did not work. There's <laughs> like you're too boring. We the, need more well, sex. Your two was all about Whitney. Like they were like, let's yeah. get more Whitney's <laughs> because she was the only entertaining thing. Like her and yeah. um, what was her name? Her girlfriend. Uh, um, I uh, Romy. No, the and, and Sarah. Up, yeah, Sarah. She ended up married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that show. But, God. like, the L word was a phenomenon. It, it truly was. was. Like, And it still kind of is. It has been having a renaissance on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Where, like, a lot of, like, younger queer... Um, are finding it. Are finding it for the first time. And, and time, being traumatized. We have to preface, like, it is not holding up. Mm-hmm. No. And I think that's why they had to reboot it. Um, Because... You couldn't watch it today with the same, like, yeah viewpoint that we have today. Like, a lot of the show, like, I'd had criticism because of, like, how white it was. Yes. How the treatment of, well, Max's character in itself oh, was a problem. We have to get in. We have to yeah. get in. Because it's, it's interesting now, like, to rewatch it and see, like, how much they were trying. Mm-hmm. But also, you could tell, like, that was a predominantly white room for sure like i know yes. angela robinson was in there and like yeah it was writer of colors in there but it was predominantly white mm-hmm. and you can tell just from the storyline like the like i remember watching it and what like the fact that like bet's identity didn't come up until mid-season one yeah was when... very like telling of what that <laughs> show was gonna be about and then they barely bring it up for the rest of the show like yeah. the fact that she's a black woman is never brought up after until her dad, dad dies. Exactly. <laughs> that is, and like, and like, they never touch on upon like Tina's raising a black girl. Yeah. Why is this not brought on? Like, Literally. or it's it's very like, but even like characters like Shane d- did not age, like. I know people love Shane. She's yeah. never my favorite, but she did not age well. Mm-mm. And I think the the reboot is doing a lot to try and, like, fix those problems. Yeah. And you can tell, just from the casting of the new one, you can tell, like, oh, okay, we learned. 
Yeah. But also, which is re- a, a whole other thing. But we're, we're not going to get into yeah. the reboot this episode. Um, we're gonna we're gonna wait. We're gonna leave yeah. you guys hanging. <laughs> <laughs> to me, like the L word is probably the first like only queer content that I watched and was like, holy crap! Like I didn't find myself in it because like there was no non-binary character. Yeah, and like. They their lifestyle was not mine, mm-hmm. um, and I think that was another criticism of that show at the time. Where like we're not rich, yeah, <laughs> most of us aren't rich. We're um, not going to the club every but night. But also, to like get that show thrown on us. Yeah, that show had characters that to this day stay with me. Yeah, I will never forgive them for the treatment of Dana. I will oh, never forgive them. I oh, I just that oh. that shot of Alice with the toy sitting down and the toy moving as she sobs i will never forgive them listen let me find the song because there's this one <laughs> no! song that plays um when they're breaking up you know oh, that one thing yeah, when yeah. Up? that is that listen i was obsessed with that okay song because i just thought of them every single time and got sad was like who was your favorite character in that show okay so I have I have two. Okay. okay. I have two. Alice and Bet. Okay. And I, I say Bet with I'm not gonna argue with Bet because Bet is one of my favorites. It, it's main okay, listen. It's mainly Jennifer. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly because it's Jennifer, but like Bet gets on my nerves. Bet is stupid. The, the shit she does. <sighs> How are you blaming other people for your cheating? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about the cheating. Mm. Yeah, mine were Bet and Helena. I would die for that ooh, woman. Ooh. I need her to come back. I need her like I would die. What a character. Like the evol- <sighs> the evolution of that character is probably my favorite arc. Listen, that's like my number three. Yeah, character. it's such a good arc. Like, I rewatched yeah. some of her clips, and she starts at this little brat who wants to have oh, whatever yes. she wants. And then she learns throughout that, like, her friends are her family. And, like, mm-hmm. the way, like, she ev- like evolves, and, like, it's not all about her by the end. And, like, by the end, she buys the bar for Kit. Like, she does so much for her friends. Season two, Elena would not have done that. No. Like, it's such a, like, her whole thing about prison was a shit storyline, yeah. but Elena's arc is probably one of the best the show did because it was like it felt natural. It did. It like really a lot did. of the, sh- the the problem with the L word is that they would force storylines down these characters, mm-hmm. and I was like, it does not work. It, it it would ruin their arcs even. It and would. I think that's yeah. That's why Shane is like so far uh-huh. down my my list. Um, and sometimes so is Bet during certain seasons because like they both do shitty things and then like they are aware that they're doing shitty things, but like they don't take real accountability. Yeah. And so with Shane, I feel like the writers kind of just there's they a dropped lot- the ball. My so I think Shane is an important character in terms of like butch characters, and I yes. know she's not like she's very feminine in a way too. 
but mm-hmm. because she was the first time I saw like a woman with short hair like it yeah. was like it was something like but also like her characterization does not change no like she stays the <laughs> same where she makes mistake that she did in season one in season six let me tell you what I remember watching in real time when Shane and Carmen were oh, Carmen at, at the wedding and then just knowing that because Shane's dad was there that it was going to be a terrible time like I had it throughout my throughout my time watching that episode I was like oh this is going to be bad but is- I did not know it was going to be that bad the Carmen storyline to me is this one storyline where they like truly dropped it. Yeah. Where I'm like, you were not done with that character. They just didn't, <laughs> they just didn't want to renew Sarah's contract. Mm-mm. They probably just, well, like it makes season four, make, it makes sense because they were introducing so many new characters in season four with like yeah. Poppy, Tara, like, <clears throat> and it just, they dropped it with her. We're like, their story was so well done. Like Carmen, Carmen is probably the one thing about Shane that I was like, your arc makes sense in this storyline. It makes sense. It was so good. And then the moment that she leaves, I was like, oh, okay, Carmen's gonna be back next season. And then we never see her again. We get one mention in season four when Shane goes to her, her like her mom's house. Yeah, I, I just. <laughs> I feel like if the writers had, like, did more with Shane's character. She would be better. Carmen, yeah. I mean, I so wouldn't say better, better because she was a good character. Um, yeah. I think the problem, like, is, like I said, her arc doesn't change. Mm-mm. And once Carmen's leave, well, we go back to season one, Shane. Yeah. And that's a problem. Because then you erase two seasons all that, of all that progress, yeah, of progress, and like even season one, like her sh- Sherry's sees like storyline is linked to Carmen and how like she becomes with Carmen. It's like it's linked, yeah. But even then, and then, and, like, and then they do the same storyline again with her brother, where she gets attached, and he, then he leaves, and then we're back. So they mm-hmm. just reuse the same storyline every season yeah and it was so frustrating to watch because she's a character that has so much potential so much potential and again we're gonna get into you know uh gen q at our later day mm-hmm. but uh, i i do i will say i do like what they're doing with shane in gen q yeah I do. It's one of the, I'll say it's one of the things that I like. See, I like Gen Q. Like, I see the problems with it, but I truly, I think yeah. it's a better, like. It's definitely better. It's, it's, but also, like, when you look, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it, but, like, it's also, like, it fits with today. I don't know if it would have mm-hmm. done so much better back then. No. And I think, like, that's the thing about shows, revisiting shows from the early 2000s is that most like 99% of them will not age well no not at all and that's okay like it's the time I mean I don't know if it's okay but um it's something when you watch stuff you have to realize oh fuck like Mm -hmm. it's not gonna work um yeah and the L word is the prime example of that especially as a queer woman 
uh, or a queer person in general, when you watch that show, you see stuff that you're like, yeah, um, no. Yeah. And... Which is like, I feel like when you go into the L word for the first time or like the first time in a long time, you definitely need like a list of trigger warnings oh, for, for like sure. each season, <laughs> each I episode. I mean, because... the fact that season, I remember rewatching season two. So I rewatched most of the show before um, Gen Q's came out. Mm. And season two has no trigger warning for the Jenny stuff. And that baffles me. (laughs) How you do not have, like, trigger warning for clear suicide attempts, for clear, like, cutting, and no, no, nothing, nothing. And I was like, how are, even, like, I was watching on streaming, so we have this streaming service in, in Canada called Crave, and that's where Showtime airs their stuff, Showtime and HBO. And so that's where they have the whole L word. And even like on streaming services, how are you not adding it in front of episodes? Yeah. That baffles me. But again, that's from back then. They didn't mm-hmm. do trigger warnings back then. No, they're just like, here you go. Here's some trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Surf on a silver platter. Like, um, yeah. Which is like a whole other thing that. We we have to talk about Ginny. Oh. Um, I feel like we have to get Ginny out of the way. Um, no okay. pun intended. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, okay, season one and two, Ginny, I do not mind. Yeah. Season one and two, Ginny has an arc. She has a storyline. Her trauma informs a lot of who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I mean, I don't agree with every decision she makes. Um, yeah. But also like, she has a purpose. After that, it's a shit show. But it's which is where like it's a lot so, of their- it's so sad because like how many queer women with clear mental health issues do we have? Not a lot. Yeah. And you- that's like so visible yes. on screen. And like though also like I remember when Gen Q aired and then they, they dropped the bomb like, oh no, sh- no one killed her. Yeah. And the actress tweeted about it and was like, how sad is this that that's how you're going to explain such mm-hmm. an important character's death? And it is 100%. Because her whole arc, Jenny, like, even if she doesn't really have an arc after season two, it always yeah. has been about her mental health. Mm-hmm. And that, that uh, the way they ended, it still bugs me to this day. And I, I, I do not have lost love for Jenny. She was not my favorite. Yeah. She's probably the character that I like the least on the show. Um... But she was also a very important character. And she was the main character. Yeah. She's the one we start with. She's the- that's so weird to think about. Like, Our, we season, start the show. Yeah, season one is all about her and Marina. Yeah. It's all about that arc. And then after that, it becomes more of an assemble piece. But season one, she is the true main character. Even, like, I would say up to the end, she is the main character. But, like, I think the show dropped the ball with her. Yeah, because oh, by no, season completely. six, by season six, they were like, "What the hell do we do?" And then decided, "Let's do a murder mystery." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "You're and gonna waste your last season on that." It's so sad. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, yes, the dislike for Ginny is fair. Yeah, but I feel like if we if we all kind of take a look at at Ginny, we have to look at like the writers. Yeah. Because the writers dropped the ball on Ginny. 
the right and like, and just gave up on her storylines to did. make her so unlikable. Yeah, they truly there did. There was no redeeming her. Like the whole like when she left and it comes back with Max, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. because it was something we hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. But then they make her so fucking mean to Max. Yeah, where I'm like, girl, two years ago you were straight. <laughs> <laughs> You were straight you're just about out your life, and now you're mad at someone for trying to figure themselves out. Yeah, like okay. And then the whole Nikki thing is—it's <sighs> nepotism at its best because she was sleeping with herself. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was sleeping with herself. A whole new layer of nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I think, like, Jenny, like, as much as I don't like her, it's not, like, the character has nothing to do with it. It's the writing. It's the writing. It's the writing that draws, like, and it's a case with a lot of the characters on the Mm -hmm. L-word, where, like, I'm like, where the hell did, like, they have some episode where, like, it's so well written, and then they have storyline, I'm like, did you pull this out of your ass? Yes! Like, (laughs) yeah, exactly, it's just like, what is this? What is this? I feel like, like the best L word episode is the bike episode. Oh yeah, it's the yeah. best. <laughs> but it is frustrating to also watch it mm-hmm. because you're like, how is this the best you've done? We're in what it, that was season four. Yeah, and like it was a combination of a lot of storyline. It was Dana. It was Nikki and uh, Jenny, finally, like the the whole compilation of that story. It was also Jody, Tina, and Beth. Basically, mess. It, Basically yeah. mess. And like, <laughs> it's such a good episode, but also, I'm like, why could you write this like for the whole show? Yeah. Because if you give me that as your show, like the episodes like this, the Edward would age well. If- it, it really would. And I feel like. That's that's one of the big problems now revisiting like shows from the early 2000s, but especially the L word, because while there's like a whole bunch of nostalgia that goes along with it, there's also like a whole bunch of mess, like oh, yeah. biphobia, transphobia, racism, the writing, the writing falls flat in so many places it does. that when you watch yeah. it, you're just like, Am I enjoying this or is it just the nostalgia? Most of it is nostalgia, I think. And like I yeah. know we're talking very negatively about it, but also like I I'm grateful for the Ed- L word. Oh no, like, completely. Without completely. the L word, I don't know if I figure everything out. Like yeah. it might take me another ten years to do so. And like <laughs> it's like because that was the first time, like, yeah, we had characters like Buffy, uh, like well on mm-hmm. Buffy, or we had like Grey's Anatomy kind of shows. Yeah. But like a group of gays. A group. Together. And I was like, holy yeah. crap. Like, that show, and I would say The Fosters was the first time where I saw, I was like, holy fuck, I can survive this. Yeah, because The because, Foster like, was like- the first time, like, I saw a family, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. And then The Elwood was like, oh my god, I'm not alone. There's more of me like, outside. We need more shows. We need more shows where it's like a group of friends. A group of friends. Or, and like, who are gay. The problem now that I have with The Elwood is that. The, those are not good friends. 
No, no. <laughs> they are horrible to each other. They are terrible friends. They- and like the funny thing is, like looking at like the the chart. Oh my god! Okay, I'm just like no wonder. But also, no wonder there's such I will, bad. I will. I will say the chart is very realistic. Oh yeah, because no, I can do it with my own like <laughs> life, my own group of friends. Like I can do one. Like, but it's scary, and it's so funny because I showed that. Like I remember showing like the first season to a friend who's straight, and she was like, "This is not real. This chart is not a thing." I'm like, "This chart is for sure a thing." Oh no, like. Like, you do not want to be in a friend group of gays because more than likely your ex is someone else's ex yep. who then becomes your, your ex. ex. And then you have two people who were like, how the fuck do you know each other? They're like, oh, we slept each other back in 2000 something. Yeah. And then you're like, what the <laughs> hell is that? But, and, and I think that's why I like the L word still today is because it understands who we are as much as it doesn't. But it also has no idea. Like, I think, like, there's characters like Max where I'm like, I see what you're trying to do, but you're doing it horribly. Horribly. So I feel like we should just, we should just talk about Max (laughs) because there's so much, like, so I'm a non-binary person. Um, I also identify as trans. Um, And so watching the L word back then, of course. I did not know what non-binary was. I barely knew trans people. Yeah. Um, and so, like, seeing Max was, like, revolutionary for me. Uh, <laughs> but then, as seasons went on, like, the the portrayal of Max going on tea and, like, mm-hmm. just being hyper-aggressive uh, and mean... And just, like, all these, like, really bad stereotypes, like, really, like, fucked up my perception Yeah, of trans people. And that's where, like, like, even beforehand with the writing, like, I was like, okay, like, this is, this is getting out of hand. But, like, really with Max, I really, I feel like that was, like, my first time experience with seeing, like, writers just not treat a well, character with care. Yeah, it's clear that they probably didn't have a lot of ideas mm-hmm. on how to treat that character. Um, like, I can't talk about, like, the, the trans experience because that's not mine. But, like, I can also look at it and be like, yeah, um, no. Yeah. Like, like I identify as non-binary, but I'm very, like, open to everything. So I'm just like, if that was me as a child looking at this and seeing this as my first portrait, yeah, I would be fucked up. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Like there, like there's storylines. I'm like, okay, I see what you're trying to do. Like the pregnancy mm-hmm. storyline. Yeah, I that see, was like that was like okay. Like this is a thing that I does see happen. what they're trying to do, but they did it so bad. It was like, it was handled so they, bad. They they had good intentions, but not good end results. <laughs> no, the and I think bad. and I think sometimes that's worse. Yeah, because they're trying, but they're not succeeding. Mm-hmm. Which is like, it's, I'm I'm just like okay, I. I doubt that they had, and who knows? I could be wrong, but I doubt yeah, they might they have had, had like, trans yeah. trans writers like yeah. being like, okay, well, this is where the story is going wrong, and you can <laughs> see that like they're trying to make up for it because there's a reason why Micah is on the Elwood yeah. and Q, and yeah. his story is much more well written, but mm-hmm. also like I think that 
if they had had an actor that was trans playing the role of Max, yeah, none of this would have happened because Completely. that actor would have been like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> and I think that's not a fault to the actress who played Max. Um, I think back in early 2000, trans actors were not, like, didn't really get their due. And they still don't, let's be real. So I, I feel like with with the problem with the L word is that there's like a lack of care. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times. Um but especially with Max. Yeah. The problem I think with Max stems from the idea that they had for Max just didn't translate to TV. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know if they intended to make Max their trans character from the start and it just went there as they were writing it. Because her, like, the introduction of the character of Max is not introduced as, like, the character is introduced as this butch lesbian. And from the first few episodes, nothing about Max tells me, oh, okay. And then they start doing that story. And, like, they do it, but they do it in a way that I'm like, okay and like the more that max becomes like sure of himself it loses what that character was in a term of like that was a character that was supposed to ground the series like it yeah. was the first poor character that we had mm-hmm. but the moment max becomes trans oh now he works for a rich company yeah <laughs> and he makes money <laughs> and i was like wait 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 he was a mechanic he was a mechanic how the hell and, and like, like even with like shane like we know shane's background but now yeah. like shane is like living the life i know yeah and like but um, see shane i don't mind it because shane is an evolution right yeah the way that she goes from having doing hair for like little jobs and like having to move in with Jenny because she can't afford a place for herself. Mm-hmm. And then where she ends, where she has this like mogul company of like, she's this mogul of hair, which is still fucking weird to say. <laughs> um, but that doesn't happen with Max. Max is from the start is introduced as this like ground, like ground care, grounded character in reality and our reality. Yeah. And that stemmed from the complaints of we're not rich. And you yeah. can see that they're trying. And then the moment that they like, oh, fuck, we need to make a way that she can live, that that he can, like, that character can live in the same world. We have to make that character rich. Yeah. But that takes away from who Max was. That dinner scene where the salad is so expensive <laughs> yes. is the most realistic thing uh... that the Elward ever did. And but that's the take, sad part because, like, they, they take that away. People. Yeah. And it's like they can't have characters that are not like su- successful in like money wise. And I'm like, why? Like, like LA is expensive. Like, yes. why can't we like make that like a statement here that you have all these women and this trans man, like all these yeah. gays living in LA and it's actually expensive? But no, we have it like glamorized. Like, oh, you that's be that's here. a problem. And I think that's why I was so excited for Max's character when he first arrived is because he was the grounded character. He was supposed to be the one that was like his reaction to like them and who they are as a person 
mm-hmm. with most of us looking at their lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> like Max was like the character that just like you in the moment he, the moment he started transitioning, he goes to work for this big company and all of a yeah. sudden he has money, which I'm like, okay, that's fine, I guess. But it's done so fast yes. that there's no arc to it. There's and I'm no, like, like, and then no. all of a sudden, Max is living this expensive life yeah. and never looks back to who he was before no. he transitioned. And I'm like, but that makes no sense because a lot of who that character was was based on the fact that he did not have money. He Mm-mm. was a mechanic, or a, I don't know if he was a mechanic, but he worked on cars. Yeah. And that he was from in a different and i think that's what jenny loved about him is yeah. that he was different there's from a very she, othering thing about exactly max. and like the moment that they decide to throw that out of the window max becomes a mess because mm-hmm. it's not who they were creating as a character no. but i think they got stuck with max and you can see it happening towards like before they, they decide to make him go rich is they didn't know what to do with him no because he could not fit in their lives he didn't just it's sad too because like when you think of like how when people go from you know not having money or being able to like you know do these lavish things all the time you would think that they would portray that as like you know having money issues because you have all this money and you're spending it mm-hmm. all at once or like being insecure about your money that's why i like kit and yeah. her arc of money because they show that she's not great with it Mm-mm. but she's trying but yeah. max you never have that struggle she he never goes into spending like it's never touch up on and i'm like well you threw all of his, his character out of the window and basically created a new character called Max, played by the same actress. Yeah. It's <laughs> what they did. And that's sad because Max's character could have been groundbreaking. Yeah. And he wasn't. It was not well done. And that's sad. Truly. And it's just like speaking to like Kit, even like Ugh, Kit. That, that scene where Kit goes up to Max is like, you know you could just be one of our strong butch girls and now we're losing another one. Oh my god. I, yeah. I hated that so much because it one, did not fit with that character either. It's just like it's just like Kit like I feel like they kind of just like Kit was in a relationship Kit. with a trans person. Exactly. It was just like uh, and I was world? like like Kit was in a relationship with a trans and she loved Ivan yeah and yeah she was struggling with the fact that that was a trans man and not like she wasn't used to this but she was willing she was willing to try and then you have her go and say that it just it was so gross it was so gross (sighs) and that's that's the problem with the l word is that they would fit their character's personality to whatever situation was given yeah it did not matter if it did not fit the character, but if they needed that character to say that line, they were gonna say it. Like a lot of like like Jody's arc at the end made no sense. Like the way she was treating like like the way she was letting Beth walk all over him, like mm-hmm. how is that the same character? Which also I love that, you know, we had Jody be like, you know, the the deaf 
deaf queer character. That it was we, so and like you could be Marley any day. Like Marley's so good. I know. Like ugh, love her to bits, but just I I don't even understand like how how well we can like set things up for the L word. And then for them to just come tumbling down. Like, we have so many mm-hmm. first, like, first things. And and they were just like, oh, well, we're just going to fuck up. We're but, just going to fuck up. Yeah, but, like, I think the first two seasons of The Elwood are really solid. Yeah. Really solid. And then it goes a bit, like, season three and four, a bit down. Mm-hmm. But they still had great episodes in there. And great character moment. Like that basketball scene is to this day the funniest Listen, thing I've ever seen. One of my seen. favorites. And you know what? I feel like. And it was. But that was also the actors. Yeah, like, that was completely just that. That was just the actors because they were like. Like the Jenny with the cup was just because she forgot. <laughs> and it. But it made sense. But. Uh... And like it makes sense. And I think that's when the show shine is when they let their actors mm-hmm. do the talking for those characters is because the actors knew them. Yeah. And I also and- feel like like especially during that season, that's when like the actors had like more control over yeah. something. I think that's when like they realized what the the actors could give to the show. Yeah. And like because season four is not the best. Mm. Um I like we can talk about Terran Pop. Uh, pop i can't speak anymore and um poppy after but that that's like but after that like season five has it ah, i don't know season five uh. (laughs) Uh, yeah i can't even tell you what happened and then let's not talk about season six because i cannot that that is the worst like i love when we like show ends and they're like oh my god that was the worst season i'm like you haven't watched season six of the l word no like that is like, probably one like of my least favorite seasons Game of all Thrones time. And the L word last seasons both head to head for me because oh, I would add how to met your mother. How I met your mother. See, I've never watched that show. Don't or if you do, don't <laughs> don't watch the last season. Like it's one of those shows where I'm like I was invested, and then the last season happened, and I was like fuck you. Like and that's the L word for me. Where I'm like I would I get to season six. I'm like I have no interest in this season. Yeah. Like, I have no interest in seeing Shane and Jenny together. No. Oh, no God. Interest. Oh, my God. I have no interest for these flashbacks and, like, this whole thing. like the old, And, like, the whole, like, Bet and Tina trying to have another baby. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a good story. And then they do that story. And I'm like, that's actually stupid the way you're doing it. <laughs> like, why can't you? That they're leaving. It makes no sense. And I also love how Jen Q never addresses it. <laughs> <laughs> they're just Listen, like let's erase there's so many there's so many things Jim Q just like uh, you know what we're just gonna it, ignore it, that it never happened <laughs> it never happened um, let's but talk yeah. about yeah like let's talk about the characters that came later like Poppy Tara and Tasha Tasha um I love Poppy listen Poppy, Poppy is underrated and underused. They should have kept that. They could have kept that character for the rest of the seasons, and I would have been so happy <laughs> because she, she was better than Shane. I will say Listen. it. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing, though: like we we know what Poppy's about. 
Yes. Right? Like, Poppy is a player. Poppy's only purpose is to please women. That's what she does. <laughs> yeah. Whereas with Shane, it's just like, Shane is just... Like, Shane was ultra, like it was her own self-destruction. Yeah. Making promises that she shouldn't have been making. Exactly. Poppy was just having fun. Yeah. And, and like, even was, when she was so fun. Yeah. Even when Poppy was like, you know, I care about this person. It was genuine. And like her relationship with Tasha is probably my favorite oh, friendship of the show. It's such a good friendship. Because it's such a good friendship. Does not it should not work. No. <laughs> no it shouldn't but it does it like and then tasha i I love, I love tasha i hate season six yeah what they did no, to her com- character completely and she's and which the is like one a whole character that i wish they had brought for gen q yeah i wish her and alice were, and i love alice's arc in gen q we'll talk about it when we do the gen yeah. q episode but I, that she's a, her relationship with Alice was the only one that I would forgive them for killing Dana. Yeah, because Dana and Alice are the best ship, mm-hmm. the best. But Tasha and, and Alice. Alice oh. woo! <laughs> I have to say, like I, I and, love and well, dislike Tasha, but I feel like that comes down. Was to she the, the first "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" storyline on TV? She has to be. I, I, I feel like one of the of first. Of the first, I, right? Yeah. I'm not sure if, like, absolutely the first, but, like, definitely one of the <laughs> You first. know what I just realized? I've been saying Tara instead of Lana. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and that tells you everything about my hate for this character. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel like for Tasha, I, I, love, I love her because, I mean, one, you have a black lesbian. Yeah. Um, but... Two, I I love Rose Rollins. I love, I love Rose. Rose <laughs> Look like, every time she pops up in something, I'm like, yes. Literally, I'm just like, all you have to do is smile and I'm yours. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, like with Tasha being in in the military and like this role, it's it rubbed me the wrong way, but also it's like the time. The time that it's in, it made sense. Yeah. Um, but also just like, this is your only black lesbian. True. Like, and it not took you biracial, f- but like It took black. you four seasons to introduce her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like, it rubbed me the wrong way. But yeah, I get that. Also, also just her and Alice's relationship it's Ugh. such a good relationship it's such a good relationship and then and like I know it gets ruined with season six but yeah the arc of it like it's so good it's so good it's probably like the best arc of any of the relationship like mm-hmm. and like I know like people who love Tina and Beth and I used to love them um, yeah but now I look at the arc and it's so fucking toxic oh completely like and <laughs> i look at it now and i'm like okay uh tasha and alice and like alice and dana have probably my are my favorite relationship mm-hmm. um but yeah no alice and tasha were they're so cute yeah and also like um i don't know if you watch uh well not watch but listen to the pants podcast uh with Leisha Haley uh, and 
Kat Mooning. But they did have a podcast episode with Rose Rollins and Alicia was just like, yeah, um, I have an idea for a way to bring back Oh, please. <laughs> I'm just like, this needs to happen. She has the, I mean, she has the power to do it. All three of them. Our, our, uh, our Jennifer Beals. Yeah. Why producers. do you think that Lauren is back next season? Yeah, exactly. Like, so I'm just like, it's possible. Tasha, yeah. we could be seeing Tasha. But if, if not this season, the next My season. thing about, like, it is that I don't want every character of the L word to come back on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but Tasha is the one I will be. I will take gladly take it. It would make sense because, like, we don't like, we don't know where the we don't Tasha know how the relationship is. ends. <laughs> like, we just jump into the show. Yeah, we don't know how the relationship, and they never yeah. talked about it. And I guess they never talk about it because they probably want to try and have her back. Yeah, uh, which makes sense. Uh, but yeah, no, Ugh, Tasha was her and Pop. Like those two characters. Are probably the best thing about season four. Yeah, no, completely. But they are completely. the best Completely, they're yeah. so much fun. They are so fun, and like, they balance each other out. They do. They're that type of friendship that I'm like, I get that friendship. I have friends like that where like we balance each other out. You and have like the people, grumpy one and the goofy one. <laughs> people look from the outside and are like, "How the hell are they friends?" Mm-hmm. But it yeah. makes sense and it works, and it's that type of friendship where like you're my ride or die. And that's Literally. who they were. And I think that's why I hate season five so much is because they just write off Poppy yeah. and we never talk about her again. No. We never hear Tasha be like, yeah, Poppy left to do this. Yeah. We never talk about her again. I'm like, that's your damn best friend. <laughs> and I guess like you could say, oh, she's still in that universe um, and they're still friends, but they just don't show her on screen. But that's lazy writing. Yeah. Because like with the L word, they make... LA seem like it's like such a small community so you would think that they would like bring her up again <laughs> exactly yeah it's god I I feel like the the last thing we should really talk about um is I like I feel like we have to talk about Bet and Tina <laughs> <laughs> okay with that I used to be obsessed with them like, Bet and Tina are the center of the show. Yeah, they are the center relationship. Um, even today, and I think they are like the way. I think their arc is messy, but it also makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, they're that couple. Like we all know that that perfect couple, and then behind the scenes, they're not. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, you're actually a fucking mess, like um, actual mess. But also, like they work together somehow. Hmm. And, like, I remember that scene where at the, they're at the premiere and they're dancing and then someone says to, like, Alice or Shane and they're like, oh, I never imagined them. I think it's Tasha telling Alice, oh, I never imagined them together. And they're like, oh, these two, they're inevitable. And I'm like, yeah. yes, that's who these characters are. <laughs> where no matter how many times they tried to separate them, I think they, like, they, they just navigated towards each other. And I'm, I 100% think that these characters were not supposed to go back together after the whole Matthew thing. Yeah. Because they introduced Jody as kind of Bet's endgame in a way mm-hmm. where I was so sure. And I just think that like the writing took them back to each other. And I think that's the beauty of Bet and Tina. 
is that it they're, is. They, they're just they gravitate to, like even in Gen Q they still gravitate towards each other and I think that's who they are as character it's not healthy but we all have relationships like that where you should quit that person and you can't yeah and I think it's very telling also in like lesbians relationship <laughs> yeah like that's Definitely. me like that's me and my ex like we gravitate towards each other all the time where we shouldn't mm-hmm. and it's they're also like the main relationship throughout the seasons. Like they're the only constant relationship in this show. Which which like is funny because for me They probably I, have the most breakups too. Yeah, like, yeah, like to me, like it seems like they had like the most breakups. But it makes sense though, because they went through so much. They went through a lot. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, there's there's always like a lot of talk about um like will they won't they and i feel like like you said like they're one of those relationships where like you come back to it but Mm -hmm. you know that it's not good for you and i as much as i love them i i just feel like they they can't they can't i (laughs) i don't want to say too much because of jin q but and like the the things that I know about Jin Q, but see, I'm I staying just, away from spoilers for season yeah, two. I'm I like, just, no, like that's why I love season <laughs> one of Gen Q. It's because I knew nothing about it. Yeah, right? I just, like when Tina showed up, I was fucking mm-hmm. shook to my core. So like, everyone was, yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I just, I don't. I want them to. I don't want them back together. No, yeah, I, don't. I want them to eventually realize that, like. It's, they can it, have love for each other, but without they, being with each other. I think and without I think, being together. Yeah, yeah. Because just putting them back together is recreating exactly what the L word was, which yeah. was that relationship had to be a romantic relationship because they tried to be friends and it did not work. And not at all. Um, <laughs> which makes me think of uh, the elevator scene. Oh, I love Ooh. that scene. Ooh, okay. If you okay, if you've never seen the L word. And you're just like, the elevator scene. Not even <laughs> about the elevator scene. Okay. It has to be on YouTube. It, there ha- it has to be. Just look it up. Bet and Tina elevator scene. So, uh, respectfully, these bitches. <laughs> we're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to be friends. Blah, blah, blah. And then the cliche thing happens where they get stuck in that elevator. But they started sleeping together before. Yeah. But like, so they, they were, were, like, so we're, they were basically breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> bad gets into another relationship yeah and then they start sleeping with each other and then decide to go back to their couple's therapy with yep. the therapist that we've known since season one <laughs> and they're like let's try and figure this out because we can- we have to be just friends you're in a happy relationship and everything and it's the mature thing to do <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> LA has an eat wave <laughs> and they get stuck in an elevator and these girls just start talking and sleeping with each other and by the end you're like, oh no, 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 we're back together. Yeah. But it's, it's probably like-, that, like it's also like that elevator scene of to me is the epitome of what Bet and Tina are. Messy. Exactly. <laughs> Messy, but also inevitable. Like they have to be together. Yeah. And they can't quit each other. It's like this addiction that they have to each other. Because listen, like, if I were stuck in an elevator in a hot 
asshole <laughs> with my ex. The first thing I'm thinking about is not sex. I am. I would be but like all, wondering like. But also, they were this? already sleeping together. So like that's. Yeah. I think if they had never slept together before, like before all of that, like they hadn't cheated already, mm-hmm. then it would have been a different scene, right? Which is like, which is what I mean though. Like, if they hadn't been like, okay, we're friends. But we're already like sleeping around. If they had just been like, we're friends, that's the boundary, that's yeah. it, <laughs> then there would have been nothing in the elevator. But because they had been fooling around and be like, but, oh, we're just like, friends, we're not doing anything. That was season four or five? Uh, I, I think that was season five. Five, yeah. Like that old arc for that season was really well done. Mm-hmm. Their arc that season, because like it was like, they set it up that Bet and Jody were going to be together for good. Yeah. And like the way they were creating that arc of them, I didn't see it coming. Mm-mm. And then there's that scene at her at Bet's place and that's the first time they sleep together again. And then there's the club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like it was really well done. It was like a progressive things where like you could see, oh, they can't quit each other. They're trying really hard <laughs> to be good people. A like bad that's a habit. Thing. Exactly. <laughs> and like I think that's the thing about Bet is like that season was the first time where Bet was actually actively trying to change mm-hmm. for someone. Yeah. Because she loved Jody. She did, yeah. And like, but again, like she couldn't quit Tina because Tina was her great love. Mm-hmm. And they have a whole child together. And they have a child together. And like also like like the whole like season one where Bet was cheated like cheats. People were like so surprised. I'm like, they've already established that Bet has cheated multiple yeah, times. Exactly. <laughs> on multiple like, different partners and literally like, cheated like, with Tina to yeah. fr- to like with Tina when she was with Alice. So like it's not new. We know she's yeah. a cheater. That's who she is. And like at one at that point, Tina had decided I don't want to be that uh, Bet had decided that I don't want to be that person anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what was her old arc being like, I just want to be with the one I love. And it turns out she wasn't with the someone I love. And that for that, I'm like, okay, you did a good arc for that character. Yeah. But they are toxic. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, that's one of the things that I hate also about the O word is that, you know, the most consistent relationship on the show is the toxic one. Like one of the most toxic ones. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad because like it it falls into like all the other tropes that the L word has. You know, the, the cheating, cheating trope. Oh. <laughs> they love their cheating in that show. Can't get enough of the cheating and like, they love sa- it. Sadly, um it's, spoiler warning for Jin coming to Gen but Q. it's still it's st- it's still running rampant in yeah. Gen Q too. And it's um, a stereotype. That is real, but also, like, it doesn't have to be, the like, the only the story, only, right? Yeah, it doesn't have to be the only story where, like, you know... I mean, every, char- every in- character in that show cheated. Yeah, it's, like, it's sad because... Because like, I was trying to think, thing. like, did Dana cheat? She did. She yeah. She cheated on Alice. Mm-hmm. Like, she's... And, like, that's the only... Yeah, like, that was the only consistent in that show, the cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sad because, like... There's other conflicts that you know that can be done, but that can be done. But because they were so rich, they didn't have anything else to do but this sleep yeah. around. It just like, it, they it wrote would, themselves so into good. a corner. Yeah, yeah, they wrote themselves into a corner by making these white ladies so rich 
that they couldn't struggle for anything else when in reality they could have and like by placing them in a city and like they established that like tina and bet live in a like neighborhood that is so gay mm-hmm. so they don't have that conflict and like they had a conflict with the dad with bet but that's pretty much it yeah the rest of the show is cheating <laughs> literally she- jenny cheating. discovers she's gay by cheating literally marina is in an open relationship but it's also not open it's so weird so it's so weird like that whole marina storyline was so weird i loved marina until i loved marina Marina until mid-season one where you learn like her backstory i'm like wait what and then season two they're like oh yeah she's married to a man mic drop and i was like excuse me (laughs) (laughs) well like there's no problem with that but like how they like set it up they set it up where like it's her dad and then they're like no that's her husband and then never talk (laughs) about it again yeah um every character in that show main storyline each season was cheating on their partners yeah Except for like, uh, Kit. Well, no, no, Angus because Angus cheated. Yeah, but like, oh, I'm saying like, Kit at least had like the struggles with sobriety. But like, yes. other than that, yes, I will. Yeah, which is but even then, other- they never explored it properly. Yeah, like as like that storyline to me could have been so good, and now they're doing it in Gen Q, but they're doing it in a way without Kit. And I'm just like, bit like, what? <laughs> yeah. Which is like, we'll get into that when we talk about Gen Q. Because yeah. I have a lot of feelings. Listen, guys, I have a lot of feelings about Gen Q. Yeah. Um, some of you might be upset with me. Um, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> and that's, and okay. Like, <laughs> that's the problem, I think, with the L word, is that they decided to be like this relationship show, but did not know what to do with those relationships. So they just had each other cheat all the time. Yeah. And that was the main conflict of every freaking season until season six, where it was like, who killed Jenny? Yeah. And it did not work. We did not care who killed Jenny. And then, at that point, they had destroyed her character. Exactly. And like, and then post after season six, they were like, oh, by the way, Alice did it. Here's our spinoff that never yeah, happened. It never happened. It was <laughs> Oranges and New Black. That's what it was. They were trying to Literally. do Oranges and New Black before Oranges and New Black was a thing. It's just. Uh... A complete mess. It's a mess, but it's also the only one we have. Yeah. And I will rewatch. I rewatch it all the time. I have my so favorite, do I. I have my favorite <laughs> episodes. I have, like, I have YouTube playlists of my favorite scenes. Oh, my God. And, like, <laughs> but also, like, they, they have, like, some of my favorite couples. Mm-hmm. Like, some of my favorite queer couples are in the L word. Yeah. Which is sad because I'm like, well, we have more now. Yeah, but, but back they, they're then. the OG. Like that's the yeah. OG show, right? It is, and like you know, as much as we, you know, kind of tore it to pieces <laughs> for the past. But like, it's so hour. good that we get to do it. Yeah, exactly. Like it's as much because, as we did that. It's good that we got to do it because, like. A few years ago, we couldn't have a talk. We would have been like, the L word is the best thing in the planet because that's the only representation we had. Mm-hmm. And now it's not anymore. We get yeah. more shows where we see ourselves represented in a better light than the L word did. And Definitely. I'm sure that the writers know that that show was problematic. 
Like they had to. They, they had to. But it's problematic now. It wasn't problematic back then. Like, of course. That's because yeah. our world changed mm-hmm. for better things, right? And when I look at it now, I'm like, I accept for ex- accept that show for what it is. Yeah. It's a mess. Which is, but it's, it's also mess. our mess. Like yeah. we get to enjoy it. And like men like queer men have more shows than we do but they're as messy yeah but also like they ha- because they have more they can they get to like enjoy what they want we don't get that shit we only get the l word <laughs> <laughs> there's actually another thing about it. there's um there's just one show i think it's called noah's ark i don't know that one yeah, I think it's called Noah's Ark. And that was like sort of like the it was I think it was airing around the same time as the O word too. Where it was like kind of like hand in hand, where it was like gay men being messy and then you have the O word with oh, really? lesbians and bisexuals being I messy. I just do queer as folk uh, queer as folks. Oh yeah, 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 that too. Um, because, but queer, I, I, because queer without queer as folks, the, folks, there's no L word because that was the same network. And Eileen yeah. went to them and was like, "I, I can do the same thing you just did, but with lesbians." And they were like, "Sign me up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not know no words. No, I sorry, I just googled it and I've never seen this show. Yeah, Wilson Cruz was on this. Mm-hmm. Love me some Wilson Cruz. Okay. Like that back was, then, there was like so many. There were so many like hidden gems that people don't even know about. Yeah. Oh, it only aired for one season. Yeah, sadly. Oh no, two seasons. My bad. It's just small seasons. But also, like when you think about the L word, like it had a lot of episodes. Like those were God, yeah. seasons. Honestly, and they the got word six like, seasons. Like that's a like lot an anime. for queer shows. <laughs> like, it's a lot for queer shows when you think about it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Like as much as messy it is, we can't quit it. We can't. No. What so, are we talking about next week? Next week is gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, I guys, I, I if you don't know me, then you're about to find out that I love horror. I don't. <laughs> okay, and- I don't hate it. I just I'm <laughs> I, I get scared at everything. Like I got scared as a child from Scorpion King. Oh wow. I know. Wow. I know. I watch horror movies because my two best friends are horror fans. But yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how free. So next week we are talking about queer horror. Yes. Um, we'll talk about in general and then three movies in particular that we'll talk to you guys about next week. But we also have a guest with us next week. Um, if you follow me, you know I run a website called The Underscene and one of our writers is a queer horror slash slasher fan and he's going to be with us. His name is Alex. And yeah, that's what we're going to talk about next week. So uh, strap in. Get yeah. some snacks. I hope you <laughs> for this episode. Yeah. Well, that's it for us. And thank you guys for joining us. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.